for listening to the College Corner Podcast, where we offer you tips for success in college, career, and life. I'm your host, Tatiana, and we're halfway through our series on the 10 steps to finding your dream career with Deborah Cooper of Your Career Design Lab. If you missed the first two parts of this series, those episodes are available now for replay. Today, Deborah and I are uncovering a few more steps in the process of finding your dream career, starting with step number six. How can you help our student scholars get a really great cover letter together? Great question. And as I mentioned, it really is a strategy. You need a cover letter for every single job that you go after. And while the software that I mentioned, My Perfect Resume, has a branded cover letter too, where they it's kind of an algorithm. You put in like what you're looking for, and it definitely comes up with a template of some amazing, it literally writes for you. It like writes your whole thing. But as I say that, first and foremost with the cover letter, number one is, do you know somebody? You know, it's first to say, so-and-so suggested I reach out to you. Tatiana from so-and-so told me to reach out to you, suggested, requested, whatever, that I reach out to you. Or a professor or hi, Tatiana, I know that you went to this college and you studied communications. I too am in the same thing with Mrs. Green. She suggested that I reach out to you as you were one of her favorite students. Something where you're making, you know somebody. Now, if you don't know somebody, then you look at what the job responsibility is. In every, you know, job application, it's we're looking for, and you have all the responsibilities. You want to take those responsibilities and craft them into the cover letter. I see you're looking for this kind of person. In my past, I have been able to do this, this, and this, and you address every single one of those um, responsibilities in the cover letter. That is why I am applying to this position, as you can clearly see that my skill sets um, match your responsibilities. I would welcome the opportunity again to have an interview with you. I'm available Monday through Friday, whatever it is, time. However, I will work within your schedule. I am looking forward to bringing my knowledge, my skills to this position. You have to literally do that with every single job and curate it so that they know you're speaking to them. But quite frankly, conversely, when you know your story and you got it down, the four or five stories, then it's kind of easy. Oh yeah, that's one of my responsibilities. My strength is in blah, blah, blah. Cause you, you have all that. So you just put that into what the responsibilities are. Thank you for that. What do you think is a common mistake that students would make on a cover letter? Oh my God, not knowing who they're talking to, basically. Yeah. You know, this sense of, well, like uh, I'm your person. You've got to show that you've done the research. You've got to show that you're applying to that particular job. You know, it's like, I hate to say it's like dating. You wouldn't like throw out the same lines to everybody or you wouldn't just go, well, like every, you know, throw, it's like, well, I dated someone just like you or, you know, you're just like someone else. Like no one cares. It's, it's 
you want somebody to be looking at you and seeing you. Similarly, that's what they want for the company. So again, number one is clearly what sets you apart is the introduction. You know, what's even better yet sometimes is to have, and I keep bringing up the word Dan, but to say, Dan, would you mind making the introduction? Here's my resume and my cover letter. I would so much appreciate you, um, you know, making an introduction to Sandy. And then that way they make the introduction. They've got your cover letter and your resume, and then you just tell your stories. That's really key. But if not, it's taking the responsibilities and crafting it so that they, they know you hear them. And three, you know, it's just, you know, typos. Um, and again, you just want to, and four would be to just show your personality within the cover letter. Um, what would be your recommendation for how long a cover letter should be? Because it's only a page, only a page, page and not like a whole thing, like literally a little intro, right? So-and-so suggested, or I read about your thing on LinkedIn, then a little paragraph about really succinctly about the responsibilities and how it relates to what you've done or maybe what you want to do or whatever. And then the close. It's, it's sort of like, got it. I here's I know what you need. I'm your, I'm your person. And then you don't let it sit. I can't tell you how many kids I will speak to and they'll go, well, I sent it last week. And I'm like, did you follow up? And they go, no, I'm probably jumping a little bit to the follow-up. The follow-up is the most important thing to all of it. And as I said, be tenacious about it. And that's why you, when you write down, I'm available Monday, whatever, Thursday, you can call back on Monday and saying, hi, you know, I sent to so-and-so um, my resume. I indicated that I'd be available Monday, Thursday, or Friday. Is there a time this week that works best in her schedule or his schedule? Got to follow up. You don't wait a week. You wait two days. Here's another little trick. In the cover letter, I always write, please let me know that you're in receipt. If you could be so kind as to let me know you're in receipt of this email or, you know, this letter. That way you know that they've read it. Very good. That's good stuff. I didn't think about some of these points for our cover letters, but students, we all need to know these things so that we be prepared and that we can get potential employers and internships, fellowships to look at our resume and our other pieces of work in the job process. Wow, so that's step six, guys. Let's get into step seven, which talks about the best techniques and tricks to networking your way to the top. Wow, networking can start way before college, actually, but how can they, college students, sharpen their networking skills while they're in school? Oh, there's so many ways. So again, strategy joint clubs, you know, but ones that you are aligned with. Um, If you're not like a fraternity sorority kind of person, do you know what I mean? Then try to get into the business sorority or business fraternity, something that more aligns with who you are, more aligned with your end goal. That's number one. Number two, become besties with your teachers. Take them out for coffee, pick their brain, stand out. In my 10 steps to finding your dream career, that's like one of the things, how do you stand out? And that's, that's it. Also look up like when speakers come or when things come, you know, that align with where you want to go, 
go in a, go to the the talk, go to the conference, go to the presentation, and then make sure you go up to that person afterwards and go, thank you so much. That was so enlightening or that was so whatever. Do you have a card or may I reach out to you? And then reach out right away. There's Next Gen HQ that has all these talks and conferences, and then they actually have job opportunities on their website. There's a community called Ladder, L-A-D-D-E-R, that I just spoke on about storytelling, and but they have all job opportunities or how to network. There's Third Nature, um, the which used to be Startup Island about for entrepreneurs. There are so many online things now that you could become part of the community that alone is like hundreds of jobs out there just by being part of that and keeping up like you were mentioning before Tadiana that you've got mentors reach out to them let them know what you're doing you know every month just say oh I found this job you know a lot of times too you could say mentoree I'll, I'll, I'll say Tatiana right you're a mentor Tatiana, thank you so much for helping me with my resume last week or, you know, last month. I was able to secure three interviews. Um, Here's the interviews. I was just wondering, because you've been in communications, do you happen to know anybody there? Use it. Use it. You know what I mean? Don't just go in like cold. Maybe they know somebody. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like taking your time to really look at the bigger picture take a step back, see who you might know, so you're not scrambling. So I'm seeing a common theme here, Deborah, with starting early. Like if you start your job search early, don't be scrambling, trying to find out who you may know in the organization or who you know in your network already, who knows somebody, who knows somebody. So it sounds like students, you need to, you know, get on the ball early if you want to obtain the career of your dreams. And Tatiana, you are so right. You know who's getting people jobs today? Are your friends. The ones I am telling you, I'd say about 75% of the clients, kids that I work with, all tell me, oh, Deborah, I got an interview because my friend's father from college has a public relations firm. Or Deborah, my friend, my friend's friend works at so and so. Kids are getting kids jobs today. That's what I'm saying. The more clubs and things that you're into is the way to go. And the ones that don't, like this kid I'm working with who did get a job at American Express, but that was through his own accord, which is great. But I'd say now, you know, when we're doing the gaming thing and he did all this computer encoding stuff, I go, do you know your professors? He goes, no, I never made friends with anybody. Were you part of any clubs? No, I didn't go to any clubs. Were you in a fraternity? No. Well, that's on you. Do you know what I mean? Because there he would have had 50,000 more chances if he had made connections. And it absolutely starts your freshman year. Okay. That's a good thing to think about because a lot of students, you know, they just want to get started that first year or they're told that you don't have to think about career or even your major, your first year of school, just get in and get, you know, get acclimated to the new lifestyle. But you're saying, no, they can start as early as that time. Right. Because, you know, Tatiana, like what you just said, it's not about your career, if you will, or about that linear thing. It's just make friends, make friends. And that's what I said, too, about interviews. It's not that interview thing. It is 
whoever you meet can become an imp- a potential employer. It's not let's wait the four years till I figure out what I want to do, then send my resume out. It doesn't work like that anymore. So there are some students who are already taking internships or maybe they're in fellowships. Uh, do you have any networking tips for those students who are not quite all the way into their full-time career, but they are currently working in their industry, maybe? Like, what if we absolutely specifically? You're in a, an internship or something that's, again, just within the company. Is there any growth here? Do you hire after college? Do you, you know, typically a lot of businesses are looking for people their junior year, typically, um, to hire when they graduate college. And that's just like pressure off, man. When you know you've got that gig going on after, you know, your junior year, it's like fabulous. But enjoy the process. You know, it's not an end game. It's a continuum of just like loving what you're doing. I mean, you know, you brought up a good point right there. I mean, when I was younger, in my 20s, when I didn't know what I wanted to do, to be honest with you, I was a showroom model for a while at a company called Escada, which is now like one of the biggest fashion companies in the world. But at the time, they had just come to the U.S. and I literally was sitting in the bathroom every day changing clothes for the buyers. And then when I decided to have my PR firm that I wanted to do a PR firm, I went back to the CEO of the company because I had a lot of friends there. So one of my friends made an introduction for me and I said to the guy, I know I've been sitting in the bathroom and I'm a, I've been a showroom model for your company for two years, but I now am, I'm opening my PR and marketing firm and I know everything about your company. I have been here day in, day out. I know who your buyers are. I know what the season looks like. I know how to sell it. And it gave me the opportunity. Now, at the time I was sitting on the toilet, like literally in this like bathroom where buyers would have to come in and I had my whole setup. Did I ever think when I was sitting there for two years, like, oh, I'm going to open up a PR firm? No, but I learned everything there was to learn. And I could, could say to him, this is what I want to do. You've got to give me a shot. I've been in your company, maybe not in the position I want, I, I could do now, but give me a shot. And he did. And I did phenomenal for this company. Uh, that's a good point to really like encourage the students who are interning or even working to find if there are any gaps that can be filled and if you have any contacts or if you have any ideas to not be afraid to present that because that could be a much yeah. for the company. Yeah, it's all about finding gaps in the marketplace. I mean, that's how I came to find your career design lab. Do you think there's a, a set amount of times or how often one should keep in contact with their network connections. So it's not sounding like it's fake or sounding like you're looking for something, but in a genuine way, like how can you like preserve those network connections over time? Great question. It's like when I said before, when I pitched all these shows, if I kept going back to Ilvana or something, if I go, Silvana, do you like my pitch? Do you like, do you want to like do the story? Do you want to do the story? She'd go, Deborah, like stop calling. But every time I called her, I brought new value. Um, Silvana, I don't know if you saw, but on the Today Show, they did do a thing about this. Just want to bring that to your attention. Or I'd send her articles or I'd send her what people were saying or I'd send her Twitter things like seriously. And finally, she was like, yes, okay, now we're going to do something on this. So when you go back to your contacts, 
make it meaningful. Don't waste people's times. You know what I mean? Here's the job that I found because of you, because you opened the door. I found this job. You know, I know when we spoke, you mentioned I'd be good at this. I did find this. You know, do you have any suggestions for me? And then give something to them. You know, oh, I I saw that you were just written up so-and-so in this, or I cannot thank you enough. I'm so grateful for your whatever. It helped me to get this job. Like, it's not all about you. You know what I mean? You want to be grateful. You want to be humble. And you want to show people you care about them. You want to make your mentors, your teachers, your people, that you want to make them look good. And if you go in with that kind of, mentality you can't go wrong especially when you know who you're networking with and why you're networking with them and that relates to your eighth step right it's about not what you know but who you know right i feel like we need to emphasize that or emphasize that more with the students that is um more than learning how to do something but knowing the the movers and shakers in that field or that industry What are some things that college students may do that could kind of flub or mess up their connection with their network? In a way, what's coming up for me is just not being grateful by using people by that. You know what I mean? Like I have had a couple of clients where they'll tell me they'll write like a, like a, a note to somebody and I go, and you didn't say thank you for doing that. Like really always appreciate and show appreciation for talking to someone, working with someone, someone reaching out on your behalf, someone opening the door for you. Identify yourself as a valued human being that is going to do things for the world and come from that perspective because that then internally gives you value, makes you feel good enough on your hero's journey And that you're bringing value to people. Definitely. And with your steps that we covered today about putting your cover letter together with the right steps and having the right techniques to networking and knowing who to reach out to, I think they'll be on on the right track to finding their career. But (laughs) we have two more steps that we have to cover, Deborah. But we're going to cover that in the next episode of the College Corner Podcast. So listeners, stay tuned for what's next because these are some important steps to finding your dream career. You don't want to miss that. Until next time, get your networking skills together. We got you covered here at the College Corner. 